Damo, can you believe Christmas is almost here? Thank God for Well and You, Bretto. If you're looking for inspirational gifts for your friends, family or colleagues, then Well and You have you covered. Why not give away The Jom, the iconic journal of me, which has taken the world by storm to help your loved ones create an incredible 2016. Or the beautiful coffee table book INQ, The Inspirational Quotient. This stunning, full-colour coffee table book with inspiring quotes and images is the perfect Christmas gift. To see the full range of Christmas ideas, simply go to www.wellandyou.com. That's www.wellineux.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the incredible co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is 42. He is the incredible Hulk. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> I was thinking, all right, where's he going? Where's he going? What's he going to do? Great, man. What? Happy birthday. A recent birthday for you, 42, 221s. You are humming along. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. It was great. My practice uh, was amazing yesterday. I got to see some beautiful practice members. Um, all of them, actually. It was awesome just to catch up with everybody. Had a, good, a great surprise from a practice member. Had dropped in and booked herself in as a, uh, as a different person, um, <laughs> just as a, as a surprise. So that was amazing. And uh, so that was cool. And then um, had a, just that had a is, great I've day. I've never heard anyone do that before. Yeah, first time ever. Obviously, highly illegal, but uh, at the same time, um, very nice, very nice, great surprise. And then, uh, what else happened? Uh, my team had put "Happy Twenty First Birthday" up, but had two rows of that particular yeah, tape, so it looked yeah, like it was nice. you know two twenty first, so forty two, which yeah. I loved. It was twenty first anniversary of my twenty first birthday. Yeah, love it. It's such a. I've never actually. Um, I don't think I've ever really been a part of someone's 42nd birthday that I can remember because LT has done 42 reps or multiples of 42 in his exercise sessions. Um, we've Dave. been talking about two times 21. Diamond what Dave. Did, Diamond what Dave did Diamond Dave do? He did 42 muscle-ups. Oi. Unbelievable. All in a row. So it was, tell you what, I can't wait for like your one hundred and seventh birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Far out! That was amazing. Yeah, LT, LT's one hundred and five, and he's going, Demo, I've still got you. Yeah, I'm, no. still, I'm still looking behind me. I've just done one hundred and five knee ups, and I've just done one hundred and five <laughs> balls of the lawn ball, and I've just done one hundred and five. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, he I might actually have a beard by then too. He might be able to grow oh, some whiskers. Oh, he might. Yeah, he might get a little grey whisker. Yeah. Mm, a long might. one. I think he no. might look like Mr. Miyagi. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wax but, uh... on, wax on, wax off. He might go there. He might go there. But, you know, it's, you know, my sincerest thanks, mate, for the little video message that you got going and started everybody, you know, wish me a happy birthday. And then the videos... Um, coming thick and thick and fast it was amazing it was just it was lovely oh good that's what birthdays are all about i'm glad that uh some people jumped on board and and uh sent you their best wishes because my view is demo that not enough people celebrate their birthdays people try and sweep it under the carpet 
You know, they don't even like to talk about their age, let alone the fact that they were born. I mean, you can't be here without a frigging birthday. You can't get unborn. And you can't, you, can't. you know, you've got to be celebrating. Somebody actually sent me a message saying, happy celebration of your escape from the uterus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if that's correct. But yeah, um, no, Well, it is. It is. It's well, like, um, Just you know, sounded... birth is a death of a pregnancy, isn't it? Oh, no. Nah, let's not look at it. No. Way. It's the no, celebration everything... of life, mate. Come on. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> don't mince your words. No, was, yeah, I um, don't, okay, we're going to go too deep. This yeah, is not. This is not a deep. Nothing death. Nothing dying about it. All right. <laughs> and Wendy Stewart's message was great. Had tears in my eyes watching that. That was really nice. So thank you, Wendy. Tear joker. Well, I had a, a number of very emotional things happen yesterday. So um, really oh, oh. sentimental stuff. I'm getting maybe a bit more sentimental in my old age, but um, in my middle age, I should say. But um, I actually, I told a story of teaching Jackson some life lessons at one point. I don't know if I ever told you this story, but I was trying to teach Jackson about the art of sharing and you know the art and the concept of tax. <laughs> yeah, and so which is the numbers boy, so he would have loved it, surely. Well, but he didn't love this particular encounter. So we're out fishing one day, and my dad had picked up some Mars bars and Snickers bars, and. I said to Jack, hey, Jack, you know, you've got to also understand that you've got to share. And he goes, I said, can I have a piece of your Snickers bar? And he said, no. Nah. And I said, why not? And he goes, because you've already had some Mars bar. I go, yeah, but I want some Snickers bar and, you know, it's nice to share. He said, no. Nah. And I said, well, then you're going to have to pay tax. And he said, why do I have to pay tax? I didn't earn it. And I said, exactly, you didn't earn it. So it's it's surprise. And so you have to pay tax on that. It's like winnings. You've got to pay tax on winnings. So you now got to pay tax. And so that should be at least 10%. And so I was trying to teach him the concept of all this. He goes, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So, how, how old was he? I want to know oh, like, where's his he debatable been, brain. He would have been 11 or 12. Okay, so what are we talking, yeah. three, two, or, two to three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, four to five. Uh, yeah, um, three to four years ago. Yeah. So we're out fishing, hot day, beautiful day. I grab his Snickers bar and I say, come on, mate. And he goes, no, and he cracks it. So I threw the whole Snickers bar in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so no one won. No one won. Lose, and, lose. Yeah, and oh, I said, dear. mate, if you're not going to share it, no one gets any. You know, And he cracked it. He sat in the boat and he sulked. He cried. And I felt terrible. But he learned a lesson that day and that was all about sharing. It's really important to share. And um, and, and if you don't share, it, it's, it's, it makes people feel, you know, not nice and all that, all those things. And so I was just trying to teach him, you know, that concept. Anyway, I told that story to Trudy, our practice manager, so many years ago, you know, because she was trying to teach her son, I think, you know, things about sharing and concepts about, you know, just life. And she bought me yesterday a Snickers and put it inside a box and on this piece of paper she'd printed with a little boat on it with three people in the boat like an old graphic saying you know it's three you know life lessons of blah 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 and it was like it was oh my just gosh. a beautiful message um that reminded me that sharing is, is caring and it's through you know acts of like this sort of thing that um that you know that, that it's impactful so oh, yeah. it was so it was just That's such heavy. Be- just, but heavy. a beautiful thing to be reminded of um, that it, the, the, my story had actually helped somebody else, and uh, and it was great. And so Jack, and my dad came over last night, and so Jack, myself, and my dad spoke about that whole learning lesson, that whole lesson. And Jack, you know, goes, "Yes, I remember that day very well." And <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Well, mate, this, uh, it's all about lessons, and uh, and 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 see how um, you get a second chance at being able to do this again." And I get the opportunity to share with you a Snickers bar with Dad and with you, and so no one loses now. 
And uh, wow. So it was, it was another opportunity for gratitude and another opportunity for a lesson around um, appreciation and, and all of those things. So great. Mm. And uh, you said a few things happened. I want to know a bit more. This is good. What else happened on your emotional 42nd birthday? Well, look, I, no, I don't know if there was much else that happened, but look, that, I think it was just a really beautiful day. I was amazed at how many practice members knew that it was my uh, my birthday and there was lots of celebration and cards and gifts and um, and just people taking the time to call and to post on Facebook. You know, there was nearly 400 and something people posted on my Facebook saying happy birthday and wow. I haven't had a chance to actually go back and like it and say thank you and all those sorts of things. So it was just, no, it, it was... Just really nice. Loved it. It was, And yeah. so I really appreciate all of the messages and uh, the videos and the texties and, you know, everything that people did yesterday. It was great. That's beautiful. Well, one of the things that you that uh, Lawrence Tam did in his video dedication to you um, was, or one thing actually, before I talk about that, uh, Brett Hill's message to you really got me as well. Yeah, um, that got me too, actually. That was a really, really lovely message. And um, it's amazing what sometimes is unsaid, that, but when it becomes said, it's uh it it really reinforces stuff and changes you know just I don't know if it changed my mindset but it really clarified some things it was fabulous just tell people what he said because I think it was in the wellness catch club I'll have to find it because well like, I'll, I'll paraphrase well he, I, it was yeah. essentially just thanking you for setting such a great example as a family man yeah. and helping you through you know the challenges that he's had in the separation from his wife and all the rest and I just think you know you've been such a great mentor and like you say sometimes it doesn't come out so overtly but when we have marry uh when we have birthdays yeah um people you know just express and you know people probably don't so people see you as the food guy the nutrition guy you know and you got any questions about food you ask demo yeah, but I yeah. think it was just it was a really beautiful message because I think you know um yeah, you got any questions about family, come to Damo as well because you've lived a really incredible family life and because it's been so blended, um, you've got experience from kind of like all levels. And so, <laughs> I think it's really I think it's really cool. I think it's a really good to hear, um, you know, those things come out particularly mm. on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, look, it was, uh, it was a really lovely message that I got from Bretto and I really, really, you know, absolutely appreciated it. And it, and it was nice to be recognized as somebody that could be um a mentor or somebody who would you know shine the light or shine the torch as a family man so mm. Mm. nice one mm. well one the the one of the things i really wanted to talk about on this episode was lawrence tam's video message to you and not so much because of what lt did even though he did some incredible things as he mentioned in his video doing multiples of 42 uh in the gym essentially but you have been exercising a whole lot more and you're 42 now and yeah. at 42 in society, we would often talk about you slowing down um, exercise rather than ramping up because culturally, socially, however you want to describe it, it's expected that as we get older, we move less and nothing's been more opposite uh, than that when we've interviewed some of the guests on here that are living incredible lives, they are moving more as they get older and I was just watching on YouTube last night, Charles Eugster again <laughs> doing some incredible things. The guy is not stopping. It's What's he just, done now? Oh, it's just, you know, 100 meters in 23 seconds at, at age 96. Um, 
So he's now 100, 200, 400. Um, he's the retired dentist. If you haven't heard his interviews with us on The Wellness Couch, just go to thewellnesscouch.com and um, search for Eugster, mm. U-E-U-G-S-T-E-R. Charles is a retired dentist, lives in Switzerland um, and just loves to move. And he essentially said on the video I was watching last night, you know, if you're not moving as you get older, you're pretty much booking a date with a crematorium. Like that's how brutal he was. Um, and I think it was just so... You know, I'm, I'm inspired to see you moving more as you get older. And I'd love to know, like you've said on social media that, it, you know, you didn't like, you know, um, where you placed or, or what you did when we had our um, off-site catch-up and we went when and did some exercise. But I'm sure there's something more to it than that. It's, it, it's got to be bigger than just, you know, how how fit LT is or what other people are doing. Like there's got to be some something driving you, which I don't know about and I want you to share with people, that is getting you up early to do some pretty incredible exercise. Oh, okay. Well, to be honest with you... Um, yes, please be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and people actually listening to this will have actually most probably just heard my very honest interview with you on the summit. Yes, um, that would come out I think last week. Yeah. So yep. um, you'll know how honest I can be and actually not can be, am. Um, okay, well, I was actually really um, disappointed in myself that I was unfit as what I was uh, when I ran with you guys and, and did that exercise challenge. Um, I was proud that I didn't come last, but I was unhappy that I was so far beaten by Lawrence. And so that really is my main impetus. But um, Amber said to me, how do you feel? And I said, I feel fitter now than what I was when I was 21 because I was partying hard when I was 21. And uh, and I was you know in the midst of coming out of chronic fatigue syndrome. I'd seen a naturopath, obviously, and um, and I was finishing up my car, my, my, car, my accounting course, um, which, you know, was two and a half years of first year. So I really hadn't got very far <laughs> with that. Um, and I was about to embark on a study career um, in naturopathy. So um, that, that began in 1995. So, um, you know, all of that happened, you know, back, back then. But I feel so much fitter and healthier and happier now than what I was back then. Even though I was laughing a lot and having lots of parties and was surrounded by hundreds of people in, you know, a circle of friends that were into, you know, parties, um, I, um, I feel much more content and, and happy with the knowledge and the place in my life that I am now than what I ever have been. So it's great. And so the fitness aspect of where I am right now is more a burning desire to really see um, how much younger I can actually start to feel um, rather than anything else. But I'm using Lawrence as my checkpoint because I, I honestly don't believe that you or Brett um, will get to the fitness of Lawrence either unless you use him as your marker that's and, and maybe that's not your your burning desire to be as fit as Lawrence but I don't want Lawrence to be any fitter than me I'd like him to say Damo I'm going to do a Spartan race on in April come and join me and I'll go yep no worries I'll, I'll see you there. I want to be able to yep. do that rather than going, oh, mate, I haven't trained. I, I, I can't do it. I, I want to be able to say, yep, I can do that too, mate. So so LT is your marker. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, yep. is LT front of mind? <laughs> I've got a standee. I actually got a uh, – I've got a standee. You know how we had Pete Evans standee at the wellness yeah. a couple of years ago? Yeah, don't tell me. Don't, just tell me your joke. Stands in my bedroom. Um, looking over me, it's Lawrence doing that uh, that pose in the blue T-shirt. And, now, you know uh, how gullible I am. Just tell me that you're joking. Amber hates it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, no, seriously, I'm joking. But uh, no, I, uh, I, I don't. I don't have one. But I, but I do picture LT. You know, running in front of me, looking behind me, going, "Ha ha, Damo, you can't catch me." But uh, I'm I'm working very hard at that, and I'm sprinting as opposed to jogging. Um, I'm sprinting my 400 meters so that I I know that I can bust it out because I'm definitely a faster runner than Lawrence. Wow, this is awesome. Mm. Like this is not my style. I will tell you, I am not. I don't wake up and think of someone else that. Uh, is fitter than me that I want to be fitter than. Uh, that's not the way I roll. But I'm loving that this is how you roll and this is what you're doing. And it's actually like my big thing is whatever works, right? Whatever works to get anyone out of bed to actually exercise is a good thing. Yeah. I don't care if it's pain-based, pleasure-based. In this case, it's it's both. It's It's the pain of being lapped by Lawrence um, and it's the pleasure <laughs> it's that probably you're... my impetus and it sounds really silly and it sounds really petty but um, I, I am a little bit competitive but I, I actually would prefer to exercise with somebody so I would much prefer to be going down to the park jumping on the exercise equipment or the play equipment with somebody else and doing that but most of my mates work you know corporate jobs or live in Sydney or live in other states and Byron uh, Bay yeah, exactly right. And so I don't have a training partner. So I've got to use someone to keep me motivated or inspired. So I was talking to Ash Bedford the other day um, of ashbedford.com and he's and I'm probably going to do some training with him um, on the day. He'll get you up to LT speed in no time. Yeah, um, yeah I, really, I want someone to push me really hard to get me to that point and then I'll, I'll continue to train as well as with Ash um, on, my, on my own. Because uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm actually really enjoying it. But I've never really enjoyed doing exercise to the extent that I'm enjoying it at the moment. So uh, okay, and people might think, oh gosh, why are we just asking Damo about his exercise? My big view is here: wherever you are right now in your exercise path, you've gone through a period of time where it's almost felt optional. Yeah. Most people think exercise is optional. Yeah. Twenty? No, not twenty. Forty or fifty years ago. When our parents um, or, you know, whenever it was, when our parents were going to school, a lot of them walked to school or they rode their bike to school. Nowadays, every like exercise is such a small part of our lifestyle. It's now something that we do, you know, before or after work, like do yoga or go to the gym or whatever. It's no longer just a part of our regular lifestyle. That's why I'm so keen, Damo, when we go to Ikaria is to look at how it's still a massive part of their lifestyle, like because they don't have a choice in that, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. They actually, yeah. they, they, you know, they have to go and get pick their food. They have to climb out um, mountainous paddocks or they have to walk, you know, 4Ks to the shops. We just don't have that anymore. So now exercise is something, if we don't do it, there's consequences because we spend so much of our days sitting or standing but but not really moving. And so I wonder, like, what's it going to take for people to actually, and I, I still don't know the answer to this, but what's it going to take for people slash humanity to actually recognize that exercise is not something that we can just go, oh, I didn't exercise today. It doesn't matter. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, it's not, it's just not an optional extra. It's a, it's a requirement for health and good living. Oh, it's so true. Well, the, I mean, the great question, what, what is it going to take? I don't know if it's going to take anything in particular. Um, it's one of those things that people, you know, throughout the ages have decided to either do or not do. There's always been those people that have exercised hard and a lot and there's been those people that have walked. 
there's been those people that have cycled, there's been those people who have played basketball or, or whatever. But on mass, the general the general thing is that not everyone's going to get into exercise. They're just not, mm. you know, and maybe it might be an event. Like I read an article this morning where a man um, had a stroke. His wife was being, was going, his wife, his, girl, his daughter was about to get married in say, I think it's a hundred and something days and he trained to learn to walk again because this stroke was so massive. Um for a hundred and something days, so they could walk twenty five meters down the aisle with his daughter. Wow, powerful, right? That's awesome. He probably never exercised. I don't know if he did or not, but he probably never exercised enough throughout his life um, to, uh, you know, to have that memory in his body of, you know, walking enough or running enough. It's just one of those things that he kind of defaulted to. So people know how to walk because they just walk, but most people don't walk efficiently and they walk with a stoop and so they're in mm-hmm. back pain or they've got tight hamstrings or whatever else. And so there's ways in which you can walk and there's ways in which you do walk and, and, and not many people do that. So the memory of walking for some people actually needs to be relearned rather than actually having been programmed in the brain. So I don't know whether or not there's ever going to be one particular thing that says, I think that every single person on the planet is going to start exercising again, mm. um, particularly now that we've got iPads and iEverything and BlackBerry devices and iAndroid things and all <laughs> all that. Like Now that everyone's got all of this stuff to make thing, things easy and everyone wants to have life hacks you know, because they're trying to make everything more simple and spend less time doing the same as what they used to do, yeah. um, I don't think that we're ever going to go back to a place where exercise is something that people do for a, a lifestyle yeah and vol- environment voluntarily you know it might yeah. still be one of those things that gets prescribed um a bit of a change in direction but i'm curious and whilst it's front in my front and center in my mind i want to ask it what specifically are you doing at the moment because i know people will want to know what's your exercise your new exercise regime at the moment then i have a follow-up question oh cool mate well it's all based around body weight and so my weight at the moment and has been forever. And I know people go, have you lost weight? Or, you know, you're looking really skinny. I've always been skinny. Like, I've, I've always been skinny. <laughs> I've never lost any weight. I always weigh about the same weight. In fact, the only time I've lost weight was when I was going through a lot of stress with my practice a couple of years ago. I lost about three kilos, got down to 72 kilos. But normally I sit at 75 kilos. And uh, so my body weight is my is, is, are the weights that I'm lifting. So I'm doing chin-ups, pull-ups, muscle-ups, all those sorts of things. Um, burpees and um but i'm not i'm not using any other equipment so it's that then i'll do some sprinting um and then lots of stretching um and then i still go for walks like i really i still really enjoy just going for a walk just the peace and the tranquility and the ability to listen to a podcast while i'm going for a walk is great so how many days a week are you doing this are you doing Um, the chin-ups pull-ups and the ups all that jazz i'll do pull-ups every single day um so i'll be doing uh 30 yeah, probably 30-odd pull-ups every single day at the moment. Um, and I'll be doing 20 to 50, sometimes up to 100 push-ups a day. Yep. And do you do that in one hit? Like, or do you spread it throughout the day? No, I usually try to get it done in the first, you know, 20 minutes of my exercise. So I only really exercise for 20 minutes at a time. Um, yep. I listen to go for a walk or go for an hour walk but because um, I want to listen to a couple of podcasts. But I, you know, I, I don't, honestly, I don't really... I don't love the concept of just exercising unless I'm with people because I'm a social person. You know, like I really, yeah. if I was if I was exercising socially and I had somebody exercising with me, I might exercise for an hour. 
um, and really love it. Like when I went down to the park with you boys, I just loved it because we were just all together. Yep. But um, going down to the park by myself, going, oh, I've got to go to the park. But I do, once I get into it, I really enjoy doing the exercise. But um, I'll punch out all, as much, all of that as much as I possibly can, as quickly as I possibly can. Because I did read somewhere, it might have been Ben Greenfield that actually said it, that the bulk of the result from your exercise comes in the first 90 seconds. And, oh, nice. And so I, I do whatever I can for the, in the first 90 seconds as hard as I possibly can. Wow. Okay. Now, I want to know then, in terms of your vision for what you're doing, do you think that there's um, any – essentially, I want to know is, do you think you'll give up? Like, not, And you're going to say, well, of course, I'm not going to give up. What are going to be the threats to you going, this is too hard? Uh, weather. Weather. Rain. Weather. Yeah. Only when it gets cold, um, it's going to be difficult for me to go outside and, and train outside. So, it's highly likely um, – it's highly likely that I will, you know, continue to train with Ash or continue to train inside because I've actually bought it. I, I actually, I didn't buy. I was actually given yesterday by my team a chin-up bar for the inside of the door. Hey! Uh, so that means now I can do chin-ups at home um, instead of just hanging off the door frame. So I actually can use it, you know, a proper chin-up bar. So I'll probably still do some. Um, I'd like to say that I'm not going to quit, um, but stuff happens and so i would hate to say that i'm, I'm never going to quit and then some, and then and then stop doing it for a little while and think that that is quitting um, i'd say that there'll be times where i may need to put it on pause but i'm going to be very mindful of maintaining my fitness as i do get older um, because i realized that through my you know mid-20s to now um, early 40s i didn't really do as much exercise as what i should have done so do you envision um a day when you will exercise with LT and you will do yeah. it, you know, cross the line at the same time? Yeah. And do you have in your mind when, like, how long are you prepared for that to take place? Like, do you see that happening in six months, 12 months, two years? Like, where, how far down the track do you see that happening? Um, the event that we do together next will be the one that I cross the line with him um, and and I'll feel as good as what he does when he finishes there we go. Okay. Yeah. So that could be what in three to six months. Well, yeah. Well, I that think... could be at the wellness breakthrough. We could put you two. Oh, <laughs> we could put you two together, and we could create a little grandstand with everyone at the breakthrough watching Domo and LT Do a go through a competitive <laughs> workout uh, to see if Domo has measured up. All right. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know that big grassy backyard area at yeah. the country place? Yeah, I love it. That that's the place. That's the spot. Holy moly. Yeah, that's the okay. spot. Okay. And we All just right. created a monster. LT would be loving listening to this episode knowing that we're talking about how to keep up with LT. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a funny thing because oh, I remember God. actually doing a wellness guys interview many many months ago, or many you know, actually a long time ago, and he said that uh, he hated running, but now he's doing so much. Don't mm. say much. Uh, anyway, he's, 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 he's going very, very well. Happy birthday to you, great man. Well done Thank on you, celebrating your 42nd in style. And again, we're very privileged to be part of your life. Now, folks, didn't mention this at the beginning. I'm going to mention it now. If you would love to join Damo and I in Ikaria, 2016, June 20 to 29. It's a 100 Not Out Greek Island Ikaria Longevity Retreat. I know D Jamie Oliver has been in Ikaria recently. Yeah. People buzzing me and Facebooking me going, Jamie Oliver's in Ikaria. Tell <laughs> um, Must be a good but, place. 
All I'm going to say is we are jumping out of our skin to run this incredible retreat in June 2016. So go to www.100notout.com to find out more. We'd love to hear your feedback, folks, on this episode. You can go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100notout. Provide us with a comment there or go to facebook.com forward slash 100notout and also leave a five-star rating on iTunes and put in your reviews. That's what allows this message to be spread to the world. If you've liked this episode, subscribe, as I said. Go to thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including Damo's number one show, The Wellness Guys. Until next week, folks, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.